I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All righty. Welcome, loves. It is Bowerley on News Radio 930 WBEN uh, talking about dreams. And according to uh, Amerisleep, uh, the most common recurring dreams are falling, being chased, being back in school, being unprepared for a test or important event, flying, mortality, having your teeth fall out. That's a big one for me. Being lost, going nowhere or moving in slow motion, being late for or missing a bus, train, or plane, being paralyzed or unable to speak, seeing spiders, snakes, or other creatures, having intruders trying to break into your house, finding money or coming into wealth, like uh, one of our previous callers, driving an out-of-control vehicle, meeting a celebrity, meeting a stranger. I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, Vacationing in a wonderful place experiencing the end of the world. That's a weird one, unless you saw it, don't look up. Uh, Being unable to find a restroom. You ever have a dream where you're unable to find a restroom, wake yourself up because you got to pee, at least. Uh, Discovering a secret or unused room, like another previous caller. Being part of a movie or TV show. Uh, Being trapped or crushed. Drowning. (laughs) Using technology that doesn't work, or as we call that, Odyssey, uh, losing or forgetting a child, experiencing a plane crash, uh, making an important discovery, having glass in your mouth. That one, I just that that just that's way out there for me. Uh, the other one that uh, somebody called in with is one that uh, of which I had forgotten, and that is uh, being back in school, unable to remember your locker combination. Eight oh three. 0930-STAR-930-1800-616-WBEN. Your recurring dreams. And uh, if I can't give you an idea what it might mean, maybe somebody listening can give you an idea. Or maybe you have your own analysis of why you have this uh, recurring dream. Uh, Ricky in the South Towns. And, and you can call in anonymously. And also, uh, intuition. Do you believe in your intuition? Do you trust your intuition? Uh, Sometimes people think intuition is simply you being paranoid. Other times, you must go with your gut and know you are correct. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hey. Hey, Tom, my love. I'm (laughs) your love, you said. Well, you are my love. You're all my loves. In different capacities, of course. Giggity. So I get... Uh, sleep paralysis, not super often, but I would say maybe once or twice a month. It always seems to happen, like, consecutively, one night and then the next night. What causes it? I have no idea. But if you've never had that, it is a dream, but it's not a dream. It, like you said, a slow motion, it's, it's bizarre. 
And uh, can, can you describe it other than saying it's bizarre? Because I think most of us have heard of sleep paralysis, but uh, most of us don't have any clue exactly what it entails for the person who uh, deals with it. So my experience is it's pretty much the same every time. I'm in my bed uh, and I wake up kind of laying down. I could see the ceiling. I could see my room, the door. I could see everything. And I will get up, not literally, but I will get up in my dream and walk out to the door and there's a hallway. And I'll get to the hallway and it kind of, as soon as I break the threshold of the door, it stops. And I go back to laying in the bed and I'm looking up and I can feel like I'm moving my, well, you can't move your body whatsoever. So you're trying to move your hands and your legs, but you're literally glued to the bed. Uh and you can't speak, you can't do anything, and it's it's happened enough to where I know it's happening, and, you know, uh, I'll actually, the one time I was trying to say my wife's name so she could wake me up because I knew it was happening, she was reading her book, and uh, she didn't understand what was coming out of my mouth, but I after I'd woken up out of it, um, you know, I told her what was going on, and yeah, it's, you can't move, you can't do anything, it's, and slow motion is is a good way to describe it when things wow. do happen. But you're so you're just out of curiosity, blue. have you ever talked to your doctor or neurologist about like what sleep paralysis is all about? No, um, not not yet. This has kind of been kind of a new thing. I mm. dealt with I have restless legs, um, uh, creepy crawlies in your calves at nighttime. Got in a bad motorcycle accident years ago, and it's kind oh. of a thing. But uh, the yeah, the sleep paralysis is kind of new, and it's something that yes, I my wife has told me that she's like, you know, you should probably go talk to your doctor about that. And uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Well, I mean, look, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I mean, the way I look at it, if uh, the only variable that changed in your life is a serious motorcycle accident, there to me would be two possibilities: number one, psychological trauma. PTSD, number two, maybe some neurological damage. So I would definitely talk to a doctor, somebody who knows what they're talking about. There might very well be uh, something you could take that would reduce the effects of uh, sleep paralysis or uh, some kind of cognitive therapy to help you deal with it so it doesn't uh, freak you out too much. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was a long time ago. And I mean, the restless legs things, I think I, you know, I tie to that. But, you know, nobody... And my family or my friends will argue with you a little, uh, you know, psychological issues up here. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mean anything, you know, negative by that. I'm just saying that, you know, so no, when you go through a post-traumatic uh, situation, you know, you uh, go through a post-traumatic situation and things can manifest uh, themselves in different ways. I, It would be, to me, going through something that's very traumatic and not having some kind of long-term effect from it would in itself be a little bit abnormal. Fair enough. Yeah. So if anybody uh, has a sleep paralysis, it's the it's tough. It's well, tough. maybe we'll hear from some other people. It. We might hear from some other folks with sleep paralysis. Is that the only recurring thing that you have? Pretty much. I don't dream really. I'm not a I'm a heavy sleeper. I kind of black out and wake up, and that's about it. And like I said, this only happens every once in a great while. But when it does happen, 
the next night when you go to bed, you're wondering, is it the way I'm laying? Is it the way I'm thinking? Is it something I drank? Is it, you know? Well, you haven't, you have not really blacked out until you've awakened on the kitchen floor wondering how the hell you got there. Um, thank you very much. I, uh, I appreciate the uh, call. Uh, kindly. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. It's never happened to me, naturally. Here's Charlene in Pembroke. You are on WBEN. Recurring dreams. What's yours? Hi, Tom. Um, So I have this really weird um, reoccurring dream that I've had since I was a child, and I want to say that I probably think if there's such a thing as a past life, maybe it's a past life. Uh-oh. Um, so I'm a little girl sitting on a chair in this basement and there's a doctor in front of me and he's slicing off my arm pieces by pieces and it's green. Oh. So later on in life, I've come to realize that maybe it was gang green and maybe this is just such a traumatic event that it was a past life that I just keep dreaming about. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, I, to be honest with you, I, I don't know that I believe in past lives. Um, do you believe, I mean, one of the shows I'd like to do sometime, do you believe in karma? I do. You, you do believe in karma. Okay. See, I that do. that's, uh, I find that interesting. Um, I guess the reason I don't believe in past lives is we now have, what, 8 billion people on the planet. At one point, we had 100,000 people on the planet, and then a billion people on the planet. Who has had all these past lives? It would be mathematically impossible for everybody to have had a past life. Unless, of course, there's some collective consciousness, then I don't mean to get all weird on you, but. (laughs) Definitely makes a lot of sense. I've only come to, like, think of this over the last few years as a past life because it just seems to be, like, such a traumatic thing. And I'm like, why do I keep having this dream? It just doesn't seem to make sense to me. So that was my kind of uh, thought process on it, that maybe it's just some kind of past life. Well, um, let's let's we think about let, let's think about something that's maybe a little uh, less esoteric. When you were a little girl, did you have uh, maybe a bad infection or something in your arm? Not that I know of. <laughs> so that's the other thing. I've never remembered ever having any type of infection in my arm or anything like that. Hmm. And this was definitely an older gentleman that was very old school, wearing um, really old clothes and spectacles, and in this weird basement. And I was just sitting there watching him slice off my arm pieces by pieces like a salami um his name wasn't Hannibal <laughs> Lecter was it I mean right <laughs> uh that's you know I, I don't know how common a dream that is and I don't know how many people listening believe in past lives I, I'm not sold on past lives I, I, mean, I hear you I hear you <laughs> I'm just I, I'm not sold I mean this one's a pain in the ass enough I hate to think I've been through this before <laughs> right. but anyway right. um, that's uh, that, that's very interesting so your best analysis is that this is some kind of a past life situation that's my best analysis I have no other reasoning for it it just doesn't make sense um, you know it just it comes to me you know every couple of years I have the same dream it's just very odd ever since I was a little girl. And it's always the same fellow with the spectacles and uh, presumably the the white apron. But why in a basement? Because a basement of all places, I mean, back then, before the age of electricity, if you're going to do a surgery, you would have done it in a very well-lit sunroom uh, or you would have had a mirror reflecting sunlight onto the area that was being uh, operated on like they did with McKinley back in 1901 in Buffalo. I agree. Yeah, it's just very odd and creepy. Um, all right, maybe somebody's got an explanation for that. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, 
you know, past, I mean, who am I to say? Maybe, maybe people have had past lives. I, I don't know. I mean, thank you very much. I mean, there, I mean, anecdotally, there have been stories about uh, children who have died and then a couple has another child and the other child is, has memories for some reason of the child who predeceased them. And I don't have an explanation for that. Talking about um, recurring dreams and uh, Joe Cowley behind the glass today. I think I mentioned this, but he also had the summer cold and he said it was three to four days and he had the exact same thing happen. It settled right in his voice box. Other than that, like asymptomatic. I feel totally 150% really. Here is uh, Bill in Buffalo. You are on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. I got one for you. Uh, I talked to your screener. Nobody else called in with this one, but. I stopped smoking about five years ago, and I started taking the nicotine patch. And I didn't, unbeknownst to me, you're not supposed to wear it at night. I was getting the most violent, realistic dreams that you could imagine. And when I would wake up from a dream and go back to sleep, I would take up where the dream left off when I woke up originally and it was, man, it was terrible. And then the doctor finally told me that it's the nicotine patch. You're not supposed to wear them at night when you're sleeping. Oh, yeah. Nicotine patches, wearing those at night will, will give you the freakiest dreams you've ever had. Oh, my God. I had a dream that I was getting chased around my house by a pack of wild dogs. And this was <laughs> such a realistic dream that when I woke up, I was actually looking out my windows of my house to see if there was any dogs out there. <laughs> And then I went back to bed, and it just picked right up where it left off. Because of the nicotine patch. Yes, sir. Uh, did you have any other freaky dreams? I mean, uh, I, 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 I know people who've been Everyone through similar. Had... I'm sorry. I know people who've had similar experiences wearing nicotine patches at night, and they have described extremely vivid, almost um, hallucinogenic dreams. That's correct, and none of them were good. They were all nightmares. There wasn't, oh, you know, geez. it wasn't like I could have a good, nice dream where I was a millionaire or something. Every one I had was something horrific happening. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but other than being chased by a pack of wild dogs around your house, did uh, anything else of uh, great negative consequence happen? Well, no, actually, it was positive because I was able to quit smoking, so... Well, I'm uh, happy to hear that, sir. I'm uh, glad you called, and I uh, thank you very much for your input care, into man. the program. Okay, so uh, caller brings up a really interesting point. How many of you, and it's not just nicotine patches. Um, sometimes some of the prescription drugs that you are administered can give you really, really, really freaky dreams. And I will tell you that uh, after the... Uh, uh, next surgery I had in March, um, I had what they call anesthesia delirium because I'd have so many surgeries and they've been put under so many times in s such a short period of time. Um, not only, true story, not only do I have amnesia for a significant part of the post-surgical time, but I had the strangest, weirdest dreams and um, I sent some texts that were 
just just plain brutal. I mean, like next time I have to go under, um, I'm gonna have somebody just take control of my cell phone and my computer and say, "Yeah, just don't give these to me until I'm 100% sober." Okay. The only thing is, it lasted so long. It lasted, you know, obviously a couple of weeks. Uh, but I don't know how many people have had am an- uh, anesthesia delirium. But uh, good lord, I mean, you know, you go through so many procedures and you're kind of used to it, and then something like that happens and it knocks you on your butt. And uh, I know I'm not the only one. I usually have a very high tolerance for uh, anesthesia and drugs for some strange reason. Uh, coming up on 26 minutes after four at News Radio 930 WBEN, uh, we are uh, awaiting uh, the special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. Um, we will follow that story for you on News Radio 930 WBEN. 26 minutes after 4, Mr. Puckett is coming up next with the news at 4.30 on WBEN. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All righty, it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN and a story from ABC Mounting Legal Jeopardy for Donald Trump. A federal grand jury met today in Washington, signaling that another indictment could be coming soon. This one would involve January 6th and attempts to overturn the 2020 election. And uh, we will have more on that uh, through the day on WBEN. Trump is already facing two other indictments, one involving hush money payments in New York State and the classified documents case in Florida. Uh, Talking about dreams and uh, recurring dreams that you have had. Um, Interesting about the nicotine patches, because I've heard stories like that from people who have worn the nicotine patch and they've worn them at night. And then other prescription medicines, they say, you might experience unusual troubling dreams. Here's uh, Joe in uh, Orchard Park. Joe, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. Yes, sir. Um, when, when I was talking about, or the, the guy was talking about those um, vivid dreams with the patch, um, I've also been using uh, it's a local plant that grows everywhere. It's called mugwort. It's M-U-G-W-O-R-T. And, you know, the more I looked into this mugwort, uh, mugwort was used um, in, in history, uh, throughout history, for brewing beer. Uh, was right. used before hops, and a lot of Asian people also use it as a spice in their foods and etc. Um, but the mugwort, a very common plant, looks like a weed. You can dry it, put it in a tea ball, and put it in a cup of hot water, and it helps you sleep. It's got some very good uh, vitamin qualities within it too, um, but it really enhances your dreams. It makes them very vivid. It's pretty cool. Well, I mean, it, it almost sounds like a, a hallucinogen, the way you're describing it. I've um, never, it, it I've never done be, a, a hallucinogen. I only know what I've, what I've read and what I've been told. 
Right. Yes. And I've also, you know, watched videos on it too. And if you do brew mugwort down um, to a very strong consistency, you can have hallucinogenic dreams. Um, but anyway, I do use it quite often. Uh, it, it helps quite a bit. They also say it helps for depression, et cetera. It, it's a very local uh, plant that grows everywhere. Uh, one thing about it is um, some people have an allergy to it, so I wouldn't oh. recommend it for everyone. I was going to say, how do you know you have an allergy to mugwort that's not generally tested in the allergist's office? Right, right, right. So what, what, what's the most stupid. unusual mugwort dream you've, you've ever had? I mean, you talk about it as if it is, uh, you know, some kind of a panacea for amazing dreams. Um, I, I mean, it, it's, I, I can't really de- describe a dream or one that sticks out in memory, but um, when you wake up, you're like, whoa. You know, the alarm's going off and you don't want to get up. Um, and it's like everything was in color, very vivid, um, uh, crisp. You know, things were just, um, it was enjoyable. You know, I'll put it to you that way. It was very. Let me, um, let me ask you a personal question here, Joe. And, and you don't have to answer sure. if you don't want to. But um, have you ever done uh, mushrooms or LSD? Um, LSD, no, I have not. Um, I have done mushrooms. And it was so fun. would you, and the reason I ask is, would you describe the effect of mugwort tea as the same as if you had done mushrooms? I mean, I, I don't, I would no. never touch that stuff, just so we're all aware. No. Certain, uh, I, things, I recommend... certain things in my life I definitely have done, uh, but that kind of stuff, no. No. No, it's it's not that bad. Um, some of the videos I have watched that, that they do say, if you do brew mugwort tea down to a, a very uh, strong consistency you, you can have hallucin- hallucinogenic dreams but it, it, it's very it's pleasant it's mild you'd be surprised it's like whoa I, <laughs> I can't believe that dream that i had it was you know just great uh, colorful and vivid um but you and, can't, and re- you can't remember any of them though that's the problem i, I wish yeah, you could I remember one I, I do have one story though so when i was a kid had some crazy dream, um, you know. I was in a church in the mid the aisle, and the church had this, you know, this pool in it, and there was monsters, and it was just kind of crazy. And always kind of spooked me out as a kid. So I happened to see this many years back um, a video by uh, Greg Kinn. I think it was called In Jeopardy or something like that. So our loves in jeopardy, baby. Yeah. Yes. So I saw the video, and I'm like, oh my god! In the video was was in my dream. I'm like, that, that, oh, I dreamed that. That was crazy. Lo and behold, a couple years later, I meet Greg Ken. A um, friend of mine's sister was dating him. <laughs> we went over to his house, met Greg Ken. I'm talking to him. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, I, I saw that video that you have for Jeopardy, and I dreamed that. That was, in, that was my dream. And he's, you know, I go, how would you think of that? He looked at me and goes, he goes, I don't make up those videos. He goes, you know, some producers did and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, sorry you had a dream like that. Wow. Well, he also did uh, the song, I Could Never Understand, the breakup song. They don't write them like that anymore. It has nothing to do with breakups that I can figure out. 
but uh, I guess I'm just not that artistic. Um, Joe, thank you very much uh, in Orchard Park. Uh, mugwort tea. I don't think I'll be trying that anytime real soon. Last thing I really want to introduce into my body is hallucinogens, to be very honest with you. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Other stuff I would like to introduce to my body, but uh, doctors would be very upset. Here's um, Susan in uh, Cincinnati. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hello. I'm actually on 90 going east near Hamburg, and the traffic is virtually at a standstill. So I was listening to to your show. Unfortunately, it is uh, is rush hour, and that road uh, does tend to slow up a little bit during rush hour. Well, what can we do for you, Susan? Susan? Uh, Susan has uh, dropped me, um, or, or we've dropped Susan, or the cell phone died. Uh, Susan, if you want to call us back or anybody else with your uh, recurring dream, uh, you may do so at uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, I don't know why the call dropped. Sometimes that does happen. I'm um, just looking up this uh, mugwort tea, M-U-G-W-O-R-T. Mugwort is considered safe for most people. However, you shouldn't use it if you are pregnant because the uterine contractions it causes can lead to miscarriage. Due to the lack of safety research, you also shouldn't give it to children or use it while breastfeeding. All right. Well, I uh, don't know that I really want... I mean, the, the purpose of sleep... Uh, it is supposed to be restorative. And I don't know how many of you get enough sleep, how many of you are operating at a tremendous sleep deficit. Um, I generally get uh, enough sleep, except what happens with me, and this probably affects uh, my ability to recall. I wish I could tell you some great dreams that I've had lately, but the uh, problem is I have developed a very bad habit of falling asleep on the couch with the TV. And... Uh, invariably it'll be on some war documentary so three o'clock in the morning rolls around and they have to have the uh, atomic explosion of nagasaki on full volume uh, or hiroshima at full volume and that tends to uh, wake one up in a big hurry 803-0930 star 930 1-800-616-WBEN want to hear about your recurring dreams and what you happen to think they mean here is uh, alex in depew you are on wben hello Hey, Tom. Great to speak with you. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, my love. Thank you. (laughs) So I've had very vivid dreams over the course of my life. Unfortunately, I grew up uh, having night terrors, and it kind of led me to really research about dreams and, you know, if they mean anything. And recently, in the last about six to eight months, I have these vivid dreams, and I think to myself, they've got to mean something, right? And there are certain buildings and, and certain people. So when I would wake up and have a vivid dream, I'd pull out my voice recorder on my phone and I would kind of dictate what my dream is. Hmm. And over the course of the last about month or so, I've had dreams about uh, same building or same uh, person or something like that. And my hope is, is that I can kind of start putting some of these things together and maybe it uh, puts some sort of meaning uh, together with them. Um, But one dream I had in particular was about a building uh, that was very vivid, and there's there's these crazy things that happen after these dreams um, where you're driving, you know, oh, my God, I dreamt about this, uh, like a deja vu almost. 
And uh, as I'm driving down Hurdle Avenue one day, the building that I dreamt about, I saw in person. And I just thought that that was kind of weird. But um, the other part of recording these dreams, as you go back and listen to them, you go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that dream. And now you have a recording of what it was about, and you can kind of string them together and, and see if there's there's anything to it. So I thought it was kind of cool maybe share. I love this topic. Yeah, well, Alex, I mean, what you're saying is uh, extremely interesting, but I guess since you've been doing this for a while, I have to ask, has has there been a common thread that you've been able to piece together? Has there been a uh, a common narrative? Uh, can you see any storyline developing out of this that you can turn into a movie? <laughs> that would be great, right? I can retire early. Nothing necessarily yet. There's a couple uh, things that it maybe go, hmm, that, you know, that's interesting, but nothing as of yet, but... Uh, maybe about about a year I can report back to you and, and kind of let you know if this is something that has, has turned into uh, something that other people can try too to maybe make some sense of why they're having recurring dreams or uh, why there's a certain message or a certain person in their dream. Um, can you relate uh, just so far with what you have uh, uh, what you have diaried or documented? Can you relate any dream you've had to anything that is going on in your life? Well, I will tell you one thing. I've, I've, it's, I think it's interesting and, and rather ironic. I've had about two or three dreams now about uh, Donald Trump, uh, about the indictments, and about um, kind of the uh, from the conservative side view of things of how we perceive the FBI or the the uh, the left kind of attacking him. And one dream I just had recently, I was in another country. I don't know what country it was. But I could tell by the uniforms of this military uh, that they were, it was a different country. And Donald Trump was in my dream, and he was trying – he had fled from the United States to another country, and <laughs> what was trying to do – Oh, no. Uh, we just really – Weird you, you, dream I had, but <laughs> – Okay, so Donald Trump had fled to another country. Okay. Correct, uh, yes. <laughs> and he was surrounded by people in the military with some other uniform other than the United States. That's correct. Yep. But well, we we can always hope. I mean, there there's always hope. <laughs> because the man can't win and everything he touches turns to poop. I'm sorry, he beat Hillary and after that the legacy of Donald Trump in elections has been failure, failure, failure because he lost independence and he lost suburban women and you can't win elections that way. So he's got to go. You're you're right about that. You you got to win the independent vote, right? You have to win the independence, and you have to win suburban women, and Donald Trump has shown repeatedly that he cannot do that. He did it for himself, and then the, the golden touch wore off, and the Republicans want to lose in 2024. They'll nominate Donald Trump. Well, maybe my dream will come to fruition, and I'll uh, you know, find his way to Panama or something like that, and that's what will happen. We'll see. <laughs> well, I'm, we'll, we'll, I'd be ironic if he tried to cross the border illegally. Um, just saying. Uh, th- thank you uh, very much. I'm sorry, folks, but I mean, to me, the, the Trump era is over, and if the Republicans want to win, they need to uh, – they, they got to move on, man. they got to move on. The relationship is over. they got to move on. you got to know when to move on. Uh, let's get back to the calls. Talking about your uh, dreams. I'm fascinated by these dreams. Some of them have been very, very interesting, uh, especially the uh, premonition guy about 9-11. That was kind of freaky. I don't know what to make of that. Here's uh, Dan on the west side. Dan, you're on WBEN. Go ahead. Hi, Tom. Do you want me to turn off the speaker? Uh, what do you think? Well, okay. I mean, uh, to me, I can't I can't tell the difference, but I, I thought it might be bad for you. I'm turning it off. Thank you. Yep. 
he hung up. <laughs> he went to turn off the speaker and he hung up. All right, story of my life. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Yeah, generally when the call screener asks you to do something, there is a reason the call screener asks you to do something, and that is to ensure audio clarity of the of the radio station and of your telephone call. Uh, talking about dreams, here is uh, Aaron in uh, Perry Sound, Ontario. I didn't know they had dreams in Canada. I thought uh, Trudeau had outlawed them, but I guess I could be wrong. You're on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Tom. It's Aaron from Toronto, but I moved up to Perry Sound. It's been a long time since you and I have spoken. Um, thanks for taking the call. Um, what I wanted to throw out there was just the term, the uh, Oneirnautics, uh, people who are consider themselves Oneirnites are these people who study the dream world through lucid forms of dreaming. They think that by, you know, just consciously writing down a dream after it occurs and tracking everyone that happens, eventually you can get to a state of lucidity where rather than just being a kind of a slave within the dream and, and a viewer of it, you're consciously within it and able to control what's happening. Have you heard of this? Uh, no, but uh, when I was a kid, if I was having a nightmare, I would consciously tell myself, this is a dream, and wake myself up. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, is once, once you uh, realize it's a dream and you can wake up, wouldn't it be better to be able to stay in the dream and, and, and navigate yourself through what, you, what you're considering a nightmare? Uh, some of my dreams, probably not, but some of them, yeah, and, uh, yeah some of them definitely, but uh, it's another story. Yeah, no, and I can appreciate what you're saying. I find it interesting, too, when somebody uses the term bad dream. I think it's an oxymoron. Um, there are no bad dreams. There's, there's nightmares and there's dreams. But I just think that it's uh, – I haven't gotten to the state myself, but I will say just by writing down my dreams while they happen, I find that I dream more and I remember more of them. When I don't write it down, it's within a couple of hours. I may forget about it. But by writing it down, you can ask me about a dream a couple of days afterwards, and I can still tell you about it. Well, you're the second person now who's talked about chronicling dreams, uh, which I, I find interesting. And for how long have you been chronicling your dreams? I've been writing them down probably for about, I don't know, probably five or six years. But within that, I fall off it a little while. So you know what I mean? Like I do it and then I forget to do it. So then I start and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to do this again. So when I do it, though, it really makes a difference. Um, when I don't do it, dreams just don't tend to happen as much and but my, my question, um, I guess, is, is kind of geared around, has there been a, a common thread in your dreams? Um, are you noticing a pattern, uh, any common symbols, features, whatever? Yeah. For me, I notice a lot of running from, unfamiliar, like from old familiar faces. So like a lot of um, running through an airport or running through an abandoned building, and the people in the rooms tend to be faces that I saw in my childhood or in my teenage years. Oh, wow. And... Yeah, and I don't know the sense to make of that. I don't know if there is any sense. What I think is that people who believe dreams mean something, it works for them. Like, if you really think that, you know, that means this, then you'll probably, in a self-fulfilling prophecy way, let it live out. But to me, I don't think it might, there's much meaning to the dream other than my unconscious mind trying to un unsettle things. So I try and get in touch with, like, if I'm running from things in my dream, I'm like, is there something I'm avoiding in real life? That's the only, like, I'm not like, this means I'm going to marry somebody in the next year or something. You know what I mean? Does that make sense, Tom? Uh, yeah, I guess it does. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Do dreams mean anything, or are they simply figments of the imagination without any significance whatsoever? 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.